Hello and welcome back to Troy Story. My name is Katerina Cervantes. And my name is Sheree J. Barthi. So, as we hope you all know, finals are approaching. So we've decided to dedicate today's episode to preparing for finals. So, Sharia, tell me, how do you study for finals? Well, I kind of look at uh, which of my classes are going to have finals because for some people it varies on whether or not they're going to have finals. Um, and then I kind of look back on my notes and those subjects and I always make sure to take breaks because if I'm studying for long periods of time nothing really um, sets in and I feel like if um, while it may make logical sense to study for long hours it truly isn't helpful and yeah I basically um, look through my notes and if it's applicable I'll do practice problems uh, for math science those types of things um, for subjects like English and history, it really depends on what kind of test you have. And, but if it's applicable for that, you can also maybe find practice problems on those. And yeah, that's basically a summary of how I study for my finals. So tell me, if you have a final on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday of finals week, um, when do you study for those? So, right, so this is also kind of subjective to um, what kind of class I have, but um, assuming that all of my classes, or there are certain classes on those days which are equally difficult, um, over the weekend before finals week is when I'll, I'll usually start studying for all of them, but mostly the Tuesday finals. And then as it approaches, maybe on Monday, I'll start studying more for Wednesday and Thursday. But then after school on Tuesday, so after the first finals day, I would study much more for Wednesday, a little bit more for Thursday. And then obviously on Wednesday, I'd study completely for Thursday. That's a good system and a good logic. I actually <laughs> do the same thing. Um, so you... So how much time do you allot for each class and how do you prioritize? So this is completely based off of my grade in the class usually um, because if I have a very high grade in the class then it's not that I won't try on the test it's that I will expect myself to maintain the, the, the grade that I would get on previous test results because that is what a final is it should be a um, kind of a combinate, yes, a cumulative of all of your previous tests. But if I'm at a borderline grade, I will definitely put more effort into that because it is possible to bring up your grade. And I've I've seen like many of my friends do it before, and yeah, I've seen many of my friends do it before, where they've had that kind of in between grade and they've been able to bring it up. Um, the opposite of that is if I have a borderline grade, but I'm at the grade I want to be, so say it's an A-, minus, you would also want to study hard for that one, given that you don't want to destroy all of the hard work you would put in to that sem semester because of your final, right? I base the amount of time that I allot on each uh, subject 
on the grade that I have in that subject. And sometimes teachers will let you know what kind of test you're going to be having. And um, some of those it's kind of difficult for, to study for. So um, that also affects the time. So while we're on the topic of getting yourself to the grade you want or not losing the grade that you have, have you ever um, actually been able to use a final to get you to the grade that you want? Or have you ever lost your grade because of a final? I've actually never experienced both. Most of the time my finals stay pretty stagnant with the grade I'm at, but I'm just interested because I know I've definitely heard stories of people being able to bump their grade up to an A or the grade they want. Right, so um, it's kind of similar with me in that I haven't had like a main experience with that, except that um, there was an attempt that I made in sophomore year where I had a B plus to get to an A and I almost made it, but um, uh, I had to have gotten, I think, one or two more questions right to have gotten that grade. That's the worst. Yeah, it is, but you know what? that's kind of it that kind of shows the importance of studying a lot for those borderline grades because if I had just gotten those one or two questions um I would have finished with the grade that I wanted so it's just a, another like lesson it's it's not a big deal anymore but you know at the time <laughs> so what is the difference between your freshman self and your senior self what was the difference between those study techniques and what you use now it's going to be slightly contradictory but i feel like freshman me um cared too much and too little at the same time so um coming into high school i never knew what to expect especially here at troy um so in my head, I wanted to overstudy. I wanted to do all these things. I, want, I need to memorize all of these terms that I probably won't even use. But at the same time, I had no idea what I was supposed to expect in the first place, which led me to like, to believe that maybe I don't have to do this. Maybe I don't have to do that. So, which is why I'm saying that both of those things existed in my freshman self. Um, and now I would say that I have a good balance on that um, because I'm able to apply those certain those thought processes to each individual class so again going back to the part about studying a little bit for this class studying more for this class because it's more difficult or you have a worse grade um, it's it's about having that balance and when I was a freshman I don't think I had that I think I put equal time equal effort into each class which kind of was not smart at the time seeing as that equal effort was just way too much to handle so yeah you know i definitely have to agree with that i think that my freshman year i was really paranoid about grades i was constantly worrying about if I would do well, if I was going to get the grades I wanted, but at the same time I had no study techniques at all. And I was just doing everything, but at the same time it was so not productive because I was really not studying correctly. And so I think that that's just something that comes with time. Um, you know, now as a senior, throughout the years at Troy, you really develop those study techniques. So I would say that if you're 
finals as a freshman don't go well, you definitely learn a little bit more what techniques will work for you. So adding on to that, is there any advice you would give your freshman self or you would give just to a freshman in general? Um, going into finals. Yeah, so going into finals week, um, there's a lot of stress surrounding the idea of finals and this concept of like, there's this big test at the end of the semester, I have to get it right. But um, at some point, you just have to trust yourself to be able to accomplish what you want to. Because if you don't get a good score on one final, and you let that linger with you, then you're going to carry that into all of your other finals. And then the thought of what you did on that one final is going to uh, possibly um, create some problems with your other finals because you won't stop thinking about that so it's important to again I'll, I'll keep mentioning the balance of like overstudying and um, not studying at all but also the importance of um, knowing when to like let go or like um, move on I think is very important so when to move on from studying of a certain subject when to move on from a question because you don't have enough time when to move on from a test that you don't think you did so well with because all of those things will help you uh, do better in other finals or the final that you are taking at the present moment yeah and honestly tying into that moving on thing this is just something I do I don't know if you do it Shreya but <laughs> Right after finals on Thursday, once I know what I got on all of my finals, I delete the grades app because I know that I'm very addicted to looking at it and checking it consistently. And the point is that once that final is in, it's not going to change anymore. So you just need to let go of it, enjoy your winter break, and don't feel bad about it. Finals are finals. Grades don't necessarily define you. And I think that you just you have to let go, like Shreya said. That's a really good idea, actually. I might do that this time because I remember um, in... Actually, now that I think about it, I have had that experience of a borderline grade in English once, and I got it back to an A, but I remember that one of my assignments got put in and I got um, dropped back to an 88, and I, like, cried <laughs> for the whole day. Um, but then I checked it later and I got an A. So it's, it's that kind of unnecessary stress that that causes and yeah again moving on like moving on is a good kind of thought process to have so yeah I, I agree with that and I think that's a really cool habit that you have I definitely wouldn't waste my winter break or I wouldn't recommend that anybody wastes their winter break worrying about things that have already passed because the semester is officially over and um, moving on from finals in general but just kind of finals in 2020 we are obviously Finals for Troy this year are going to be fully distance learning. So tell me, Shreya, what do you expect to be different about this year finals? What do you think that's going to be like? So um, just based on what I've seen some of my teachers doing, I honestly don't feel like it is 
drastically different. Obviously, I have new teachers this year, and I don't know what they did last year specifically, but um, I've kind of seen that some of my teachers are making their tests, they're preparing for finals now, and it seems like they're following the same pattern that they would usually follow. Uh, given that we were at we were all at school and we'd be taking a physical final, the only difference being that it would be online. They're, uh, I guess they're um, transferring that onto a virtual platform, but there's obviously been a lot of that this year, so uh, they're no stranger to it, um, and neither are we, because we've also had to take many tests online. And um, also the entire finals week is going to be online, as I'm sure most of us have heard. So um, that kind of eliminates that kind of eliminates this uh, variation between how the test will be distributed to people in cohort C versus people in cohort A and B. So um, there's that confusion gone with. But yeah, I honestly don't think it'll be any different, and I feel like people should still study the same as if they were expecting to take a physical test at school. So, yeah. I, I agree completely. I think it'll be interesting to see, but it's also something that I think we're well prepared for. And I guess this is something that people don't always talk about, but it's something that um, I just want to bring up because maybe not everybody realizes it or not everybody knows this. But um, do you have any finals that are actually not really finals, but are more just a final unit test? Because I know that that happens to some people. Right. So um, I do actually have one for, um, for my science class. We have a test that isn't a final, that, uh, not a final test that, um, that has problems from every unit, but it is just the test for the unit we are doing currently and I think that's a similar situation for a lot of people because um, sometimes given the circumstances it makes more sense to do a unit test and do the final push back into the year maybe even uh, at the very end of the year for next uh, year's finals um, so yes that is the case for one of my classes and um, which is why it's so important to check kind of with your teachers if you're uncertain because you don't want to study for a whole unit and, uh, for a whole semester and realize that it's for one unit even though it would be helpful in the long run you don't want to give yourself that added pressure um, the day before this exam and obviously some teachers don't even have finals in some cases and and some teachers give them early that's true so I've, I've heard that a lot of people will get them on Friday before uh, finals week, finals week. Uh, so obviously you need to check if that is the case for you um, and yeah so again ties into um, time management and all of that fun stuff <laughs> yeah so lastly I know you've kind of touched on it previously about grades and prioritizing the classes that are more important for finals but how are you at time management and do you have any ways that you sh you feel like you could improve or advice you have for other people that you feel like overall people could improve? So I used to be extremely bad at time management and you know I still have those those days where um, it's just kind of hard to 
deal with the overwhelming amount of things I think I have to do. Um, but, you know, something that really helped me was making a schedule for finals week. Um, it's not for everybody, obviously, so I'm not saying this is something you absolutely should do. But um, sometimes it helps to write down your tests and then kind of also write down what units are being covered, what other information is being covered. And then in the days before that, kind of write down what you want to study, when you want to study it, and then give yourself a time period. And I cannot stress this enough, and I know I've mentioned it before, but take breaks. Like, go pet your dog, go talk to your siblings, go say, like, go eat something. Make sure to eat, make sure to drink water, like, because you will not be learning anything or relearning anything on an empty stomach. Um, so those are like, so those are, those are definitely necessities. The schedule one wasn't, but the break one is. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, um, that's my advice because it's very hard to give more specific advice when you don't really necessarily know other people's classes. Um, but I genuinely think that, um, overstudying will always do more harm than good so especially on someone's mental health the day before a test like the amount of stress that that puts on you should not like will definitely hinder your performance and yeah so take breaks um don't study too much S get good sleep you're going to keep hearing this from people to get good sleep and then um, a lot of people don't follow that advice, which, you know, is perfectly understandable given the amount of um, studying that you want to get done. But um, at the end of the day, if you're sleeping through your test, that's not... Well, sorry. If you're sleeping through your test, um, all of that work that you put in will be for nothing, so... From my personal experience, as someone that really enjoys sleep, I highly recommend that latest you go to sleep at 11 you should really shoot for that 10 o'clock and just get some good rest the day before your finals because I it honestly really helps um, if you are not well rested you just you have no chance of doing well and kind of going off of that Shreya do you have any last closing comments or any last statements you want to say um I don't have any more advice but I do have um, one comment which is to like trust in yourself in your ability you know how you perform it's not going to be any different in finals no matter what you what preconceived notions you may have about finals coming into it is but the fact is that you're going to perform how you've been performing whether that is amazing good any of that stuff um obviously you can um improve your performance in the final that's not what i'm saying but uh for those of you who are stressing about potentially completely bombing your test, even if you've been doing completely fine in previous tests, then my um, one comment is that, like, take it easy on yourself, give yourself a break, you're going to do fine, and you're going to excel at your tests like you always have been. I completely agree, and I think that that's all for today. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Troy Story, and good luck with your finals. Thank you, Shreya, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Good luck. <laughs>